Welcome to Toffee TV. It is my ultimate Everton team podcast. Today, subject is Ned. He is going to be bringing us his ultimate Everton team pod uh, podcast. His ultimate Everton team <laughs> podcast. I will be bringing the podcast because I'll probably edit it too. You so you will. You're, 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 you're correct. There you go. So let's get into it. We we've obviously I've done this with with Ped. Um, the question we always ask first is, even though we don't include a goalkeeper in this, who would be your in your ultimate team? Should it be? So excited. Um, I'm 21, so I think the only correct answer, well, not correct, would be Howard because he was my he was in my the, the beloved childhood team. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of Pickford. Mm. I wasn't. First year before, solid. Um, and the next two, I wasn't a fan. Mm. And then since, I could, you probably could say since the derby, which, which we won at Anfield, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of him. So if he continues... So fickle, is what you're saying? Well, no. Jordan Keeper... Uh, Jordan Jordan Pickford has, has improved very well. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, but Tim, but Howard, Tim, Howard Tim Howard would be the one for me. He's just... He was just, he was just a solid, consistent keeper. He'd save mm. everything you wanted to save. Sometimes make a silly decision, but mm. you know we, we weren't a Champions League team or league winning team. You're gonna get that in in any team really. Mm. But he saved us points. He won us points. Um, scored a goal. So he did score a goal. We he was just for so many years. He was so good, and in, in towards the end, like especially pretty much almost at, right at the end of his career. He was just brilliant. I remember that 2014 World Cup. Mm. He was so good. He was having a really good season. Um, I don't think his last season at Everton was great. Um, maybe we should have brought someone in. In fact, Joel Robles had improved then. He was yeah. doing well. So why Tim Howard got put back in? I think he did get put back in for the derby after Robles was no, playing. No, Robles played in the derby and kept um, the clean sheet and then we brought him yeah, in the Chelsea and away. 93-1 it. We didn't protect him very well. I don't think we've got a great history of protecting players. I don't think we'll talk about that uh, a bit later on. But no, I mean, I Howard think, for me. I think Tim Howard was really good for Everton. Signed him in 2006 mm -hmm. from Manchester United. Had him on the loan and then made it permanent. I think he was brilliant for Moyes. Uh, he did have his... Like any goalkeeper, I, I guess, he'd make the odd mistake. Mm. Um, Every player makes mistakes. It's just noticeable. It does. It's just with Howard. Sometimes we, yeah, yeah. He could be a bit irrational. He sometimes. was a bit erratic, he, but he, he was really overall. He was a really good goalie for Everton. Mm. And you're right. He, he is pinnacle. And maybe when Everton should have let him go, yeah, was after that World Cup. He was superb in 2014. Absolutely brilliant. World Cup. Yeah. Um, and then he started seeing little little bits creeping into his game towards mm. the end and, and even though we had Joel who did get in and play well at times Roberto Martinez kept going back to Tim Howard and mm. I think it didn't do Howard any favours at times I think a little spell out of the team would have revitalised them you know and, and kept that thing of you know if you play well you keep the shirt mm. um, and I think just at the end but it was it, listen Overall, he was a brilliant goalie. He was a great character as well. He was a leader as well, wasn't he? He was brilliant. And a great ambassador. 
So yeah, so Tim Abbott will be a keeper, Sam. But, Absolutely. You know, we we are basing it on the ultimate fan game, which mm. you can download. The link is in the description, um, and that doesn't have goalkeepers in. It has two defenders, mm. two midfielders, and two forwards. So, who is your first defender? Who is getting in um, Ned's ultimate Everton team? Leighton Baines. Leighton Baines. I'm, it's getting everybody's picked him so far, and you could say. Oh, it's getting boring because everyone's picking this the same defender. But it just shows that's how good he is. Obviously, mm. I'm I'm based on my Premier League era. Um, best left back I've seen play for Everton. Mm. Um, Go along with that. Nobody's picked Gary Ablett or Lucas Dean, so mm. my opinion stands correct. Um, I just think he was he was the perfect professional, the perfect personality, and I can't remember a bad game he had. I know I'm. I know I'm young, um, so you you can probably you've got better memory oh, than me. Leighton Baines. But my memories of him is just happiness. I think with Baines is he did have bad games. I think it's mm. it, it's foolish to think he didn't. When the but team when the team had a bad game, he was a fantastic football player. And the biggest compliment I could give him is that he could have played in Everton's '85 mm. the England yeah. team. We had Pat Bamba now. He was, he was a great he was player, but. You know, Late completely Baines, different left as a footballer absolutely mustard there was Super. there was no left back like him and people compare him to Ashley Cole get out Ashley Cole was in a in a great Chelsea team and a great Arsenal team mm. obviously Ashley Cole was a was a brilliant people say this to me when you speak about Baines and you have that thing and especially on this more than any but uh, when you're talking about players is that people won't have your opinion if it's not what their opinion is. Mm. So you you mad or you you haven't got a clue if you say different. For me, as a footballer, Leighton Baines was miles better than Ashley mm. Cole as a footballer. Ashley Cole was a fantastic amazing. athlete, fantastic athlete. Ashley Cole was a really really down. really good defender. Casey, good defender. Mm. But I think Baines was for me personally. I think Baines was better. If you want to argue. People normally jump straight to stats, and if you want to argue stats, Bates, not only Leighton Baines got the better stats, he's, you know, you could obviously look at his assists, and people say pre-assist really, because you've got to have someone to finish him. Mm. Leighton Baines, in a good Everson side, not a league winning Everson mm. side, still not had better stats side, than no. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole had how many league titles? Mm. So, Leighton Baines just, and not only... Um, was he great on the pitch? You know, you never heard of him off the pitch. Nope. He was not like he, was, he wasn't like this job, yeah. big social media star. Mm. I've got my own clothing line and all this. Oh. Never caused problems off the pitch. Just a great professional, great determined, professional, good dad from the local area. Because we loved him as a player as well. And remember, I think when it was clear that Martin started to lose the players, it was when when ba- when we start, like, noticed that Baines was taking no notice mm. or getting any f- sort of frustration. That was like Everyone, Mar- Martinez. Well, he was the, the I remember yeah. the Anfield derby when we we got battered a few days was before. That, was that the... And Martinez is speaking to him and he's rolling his eyes and laughing mm. away. And it's that kind of thing and, you know, it is what it is. But he was, a, he was a fantastic player for Everton. And even in his last season, you know, we brought Luca Dean in and Luca Dean's a brilliant left-back for Everton. He's a fantastic footballer. And Baines still played seven or eight times in his final season mm-hmm. and was excellent in most Great. of the games. So and at the age of like 35, 36, he wasn't like he was still 
fast. He could still keep up with the pace of the Premier League. It was just the, it was the getting up and down he couldn't do, which mm. is inevitable. It's a Premier League. It's a tough, fast league. And he'd been doing it for years and years and years. And don't forget, released by Everton as a, as a kid as well. Mm. Didn't make it at Everton as a kid. Went to Wigan. W- Wigan. And really got himself together and Everton brought him back and he come back mm. and he was... I loved him and I, you know, strikers are my... Because you know, I, I played up front, you tend to like players who played in that position where you play, but Leighton Baines, I absolutely yeah. love him. He's scored a good few goals against Wigan as well, didn't he? scored a few penalties. He scored a last-minute penalty once. I think he's... Think it's, it's, most penalties against the team probably Wigan because I remember he scored quite a few early a few of his early penalties were against Wigan weren't he? Yeah, I can only really be honest I can only really remember one against them. No, oh, I can remember I can remember at least which two or three. Which was the 90th minute one. I can remember two or three. We were getting beat one late late 2000s. But yeah. no, brilliant footballer, brilliant and footballer. great professional. So yeah, and I'm obviously at the club at the moment. Well, I used to, I used to worry about um, who's going to take his place. Um, thankfully, uh, Luca Dean took it, and thankfully Leighton Baines was still there. We still got to mm. see him, but it was a great transition. Mm. Um, not not see your next one. Not so much like my next <laughs> defender, who's I'm going to say Seamus Coleman. Um, mm. Interesting. I was thinking, you know, I used to love Yobo. Not yeah. old enough to really appreciate him. I used to love Jagielka. Mm. Um, loved Lescott. Loved Dist, uh, Sylvan Distan. Yeah. But Coleman for me. John just Stones, goes. no. Um, I like Stones, yeah. But Funes Mori. No, Funes Mori. Fair play. Um, quite a lot of good games, Funes Mori. But Coleman for me, just because of the consistency over many years. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame now that, like I said, with Leighton Baines, I was always worried he was going to take his place, and obviously Luca Dean came in, and it sort of transitioned Baines from data to retirement very nicely um, it was a nice well it wasn't a nice farewell because we really wanted him to stay and we, we was in lockdown but it was a nice sort of like he's had a good end to his career he's had a few mm. he scored that goal against Leicester yeah. we'll remember that forever but we'll call him in I think he's he was so great for so many years of course there was no right back like him at the time it was him and Baines flying up and down the pitch revolution they kind of shaped it yeah yeah revolution well they were the first Wingers as fullbacks, you could say, all your width came from your fullbacks. Mm. Um, and then obviously injuries happened, slowed him down. Still a good right back, mm. but at the age of 33, we should really have someone there to, to cover him and let him play a few games a season. Because when you ex- you put in too much expectations on him, trying to play him every, every game, and I don't think he can physically do it anymore. And the frustrations coming out and making poor decisions in game. Um, not having very good games, obviously we saw against Watford and stuff, and now it's putting a bit of backlash in between him and the fans. I think now as well, but forgetting all that, forgetting all that, he's just a, a great, great right back and a great goal scorer as well. He scored some cracking goals. Um, scorer of great goals. Scorer of great, great goals. goals. Yeah, that's that's what I'm, that's what I meant to say. A scorer of great goals. The Swansea one springs to mind. Swansea, yes, Southampton at home. Mm. I think the thing with Coleman is. You know, his, his debut was a tough one away at Benfica. He played left back. He got rinsed five nil. Yeah, he had a he had a tough night. Nobody night. took kindly to him his first but, few games. Did he? I remember you know, the semi final against Liverpool? He played on the right of midfield. Did he give the free kick away? Come on a sub. Yeah, come on a sub and mm. give the free kick away, which they scored the winner from. But he, mm-hmm. listen, he was he got in to the side. He was hundred percent. He still is a hundred percent now. Mm. 
even though he's not he's not at the same level and injuries have cost him that and he's played a lot of games and Everton have let him down really in terms of having backup for him and someone now to replace him so he's the backup but being captain he is captain now mm. been there for so long to still be performing he's been a, he's been a yeah. fantastic and the, of course 60,000 pounds yeah I bought him signing. He's, I'd, like Baines, my favourite players are always the best professionals. Mm. And it's, it's it's always like they're not on social media. They just go home, turn up at training and play their heart out of the match. They're proper professionals, proper footy players. So, and he lives and breathes football. So proper good professional and a very, very good player and a, a good role model for youngsters. I'd He's say. a fantastic human being. It, o- it always annoyed me how underrated he was, especially when he was... Um, no, like 2012, 13, 14. Manche- I mean, first, well, you, you know, Manchester United come for him three times mm, and he yeah. didn't go. He's the same, similar to Baines. If they bid the amount, the right amount of money and Everton accept it, then I'll speak to them. Mm. Um, they didn't push for a movie. And he did. didn't push for a movie, didn't spit his dummy out the pram. And he wanted to, to do well with Everton and he still does. He, he wants mm. to win a trophy. It'd be amazing for Everton. Of course, it'd be amazing. This is going to sound a bit stupid, but it'd be amazing if we could win like the FA Cup and Coleman mm. got to oh, lift it. Absolutely. Just because it's sad that Baines didn't. There's so. going to be a, a, the the real sad thing about it is we had Baines, Coleman, and Jack Yelka who were all been at the club for mm. 10, 11 years. Mm. All should have had testimonials. Mm. Baines and, and Jack's haven't had one. Mm. And should have won a trophy because mm. they were fantastic footballers Absolutely. but brilliant servants for Everton Football Club as well and it'd be lovely for Seamus Coleman to, to experience winning a trophy mm. still he lives in the city he hasn't got off mm. to Manchester and Alderley Edge and all that he lives locally he, uh, his kids go to school in the city mm. he's a he's a lovely fella and all that Um and I, I really hope that Everton do the right thing by him and get another right back so that we can look mm. after him a bit and he's still in, you know, he can still perform. And and if you look after him, you might get another 18 months out of him as a backup right back. It's it's yeah. no coincidence that people people at Ireland speak so highly of him as well. Mm. And it makes me it makes me very proud. Does it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, play to you. Because yeah, I'd a role model of mine. And it's, it's, sad, it's sad to see him and the fans have a bit of well, but, uh, listen, falling out. But I don't think I think you're always. I think the problem with Seamus is right, and this is this is from my just my opinion. But other people might have a, a, a different one. The problem is when you're a captain, you feel everything. But what you've got to do is put yourself in supporters' eyes, right? And he only. He's the one who sometimes gets the brunt of it because he's the one who comes out and says, look, we need to do this and we need to do that. He said after the Wolves game a couple of years ago, he made a lot of great points and everyone was like, absolutely spot on there. Made up, he said Mm. it. But then nothing really changed. They're still Mm. making the same mistakes. So people are getting bored with rally cries. They're getting bored with Mm. different things. He had an issue the other week against Watford because he didn't have a very good game. He played his part in the fourth mm. and the fifth goal, making ridiculous slide tackles into two of our players. But then he went over to fans like trying to apologise and all that. But people were raw. People mm. 
people were fuming with what had gone on. He'd have been better just going a little clap and walking off the pitch. And you've got to know that separation sometimes. You've got to know to go, we haven't played well and we've let them people mm. down today. And me clapping my hands and going over trying to apologise ain't going to change it. They're not going to go, oh, all right, Seamus. Because people were fuming. The same at, mm. at Wolves. The first half display at Wolves was terrible. Yeah. And people were walking around, and I think you've just got to be careful. But I don't think it's—I don't think it's sullied the fans' view of him. The fans mm. love him, and he was—he was good against Spurs. He played yeah. defensively. He was good against Spurs. Mm. So I don't think it's sullied. I think you just got to—he's just got to be aware that people are very frustrated. People want mm. more progress than they're getting, and sometimes you've got to be able to go right. I'll get myself off this pitch, and I'll, next week we won't be as bad. Go and take it out on your teammates. He's That's probably he frustrated as well, though, isn't he? Of course you know he, is. he can't give his of best anymore. And of course he Maybe, is. maybe a, a right back would have, would have sorted some problems. Anyway, so. let, he's been a he's been a fantastic, a very good servant. Player. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant player. Who's your who's your first midfield player? Uh, he's not been picked yet by anyone on the podcast, and that's okay. Idrissa Gana Gay. Okay. I can't believe how underrated he was, and he underrated still is, and the most hardworking player. Of one of the most hard-working players I've ever seen play for Everton. Mm. He was just such a great player, just full of energy, yeah. never stopped running. No one ever, I'd, I don't think anyone ever made more tackles than him. I'd, I'd love to see, like, uh, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure he must be, like, the highest, um, have the highest tackles in a team or something in a season because he was just not getting stuck in constantly all game mm. and in the ball back, proper ball winner. I used to argue with people all the time, especially in school, say, Garner's better than Kante. Why is Kante going to Chelsea? Idrissa Garnagay is well better than Kante. Look, look at the tackles. Idrissa Garnagay, so a million. To to Chelsea. No, I'm just, I wanted people to put some respect on his name because he was so good. Mm. I'd, my favourite type of player um, is a proper box-to-box, full of energy. Cause that is Premier League. Energy, mm. pacey. Um, wasn't rapid, but he was just full of energy. Mm. He could get around the pitch, get us up the pitch. So calm on the ball. You could... You could have trust in him if you're playing out from the back. He won't get the ball and do something stupid. Mm. So so well disciplined, and I just love a player who gets stuck in. And when you see a, a player who's not like he wasn't big or anything, was no, he? he? Was no. quite a, he was five nine, five ten or mm. something. Um, wasn't like wasn't like a big like Decore or someone or. No. Um, but but still just got getting stuck in, winning the ball and winning all his fifty fifties. I think he's one of those players that. When he went, people appreciated how good he'd been. Yeah, even when because we've not really replaced them, have we? No, you know. Even when we knew we knew he was leaving in January, no one was kicking up a fuss. No one was going mad. I, I was a bit upset, but I think let's just get the last. I remember we kept all of him in January to the end mm. of the season. Was like, he's staying. Thank God, let's get the last few months out of him. And he was brilliant. And, he, and, and he, he were good. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he deserved his his move to PSG. Mm. And it shows how, you know, I remember signing from Villa. And they went down, didn't me and we mm. signed in. I was like, I hadn't watched him. I was only, I think I was 13, 14, maybe 15 or something. Mm. No, I was, I was about 15 when we signed in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch in Villa. I wouldn't spend any time watching Villa on a weekend. Mm. Um, so I was like... So you didn't know him personally? Mm, I didn't know him personally. Mm. Um, I was just Probably. like, mm, why have we signed him? And then mm. um, my uneducated um, views on football was just... Completely I changed saw because a, he was just so, so good. I saw a stat. I mean, I'd seen we beat Villa 4-0 at Goodison mm. and there was nobody ever taken. They were terrible. Mm. They were they didn't lay a glove on us. They were so uh, passive. 
Was that the team where the, they played the kids and the kids, their own kids beat them? Or was that I Newcastle? They were but really, they were, really they bad. Were so they were so passive and then we beat them 3 1 at their ground. Mm. And they asked, come on as a sub, and we beat them comfortably at mm. Villa. And <laughs> he played in that as well, and I didn't notice him either time. Mm. And then Steve Walsh bought him. And Steve Walsh gets a lot of stick, but he was a hell of a signer. Mm. Seven million. He quid. made some good signings, Steve. But I had a look at, we, we looked at the stuff at the time, and his, his stats were incredible. Mm. And a lot of Villa fans didn't really rate him. They were like, the second touch is a tackle, and he's this and he's that. He come into us, and he was absolutely magnificent. I think Villa got him from, from Lille. Mm. Um, he played at number 10 earlier in his career. Yeah. And near the end of his time at Everton. Silver allowed him to get forward a bit more, and he was mm. he was good. I so, think I'd love him in the midfield now. I I was happy. You had the midfield three of Alan, Decore, yeah. and Garner. I think you'd have you'd have a very good midfield. It gave me gave me closure when he went to PSG because it was like I loved him. Mm. I didn't want him to leave, but I always for years was saying he's so underrated. He didn't get talked about like he does. So for him to get the move to PSG mm. for a good fee as well and do well. Yeah, I was like. I'm so happy. He scored a couple of bangers yeah, this yeah. season already. He scored in the Champions League, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Scored against, scored against, scored City, against City, City, didn't he? 2-0, did they win? Or 2-1? 2-1, whatever it was, yeah. So, 2-0. Yeah. so happy that he got his move to PSG and he's still, he's in his 30s now, isn't he? His 30s. And he's still, still smashing still it. Still brilliant. Lovely look, proper, and a, again, another really, Another one who worked, worked hard, quiet, off mm. the pitch and all that, but um, no, brilliant footballer and, and he's here just plays. Uh, who's your second midfielder? Um, I had a bit of a think about this, mm. and I was thinking, like I've said before, I love good professionals. I love people who get stuck in and battle and work hard. So, so Tim like, Cale. I was going to say players like Tim Cale, James McCarthy, but I wanted to put a bit of... Uh, mm, Gareth Barry. Yeah, I was going to say Gareth Barry mm. also, but I think I want to put a bit of a controversial one out. I don't think it's controversial as in he wasn't a bad... He's, well, he's not a bad player. Mm. No, the player is Abdullah Decore. Oh, okay. I think he's absolutely Oops. unbelievable. I, I, like I said with the gay, I love a player who's just box to box, so energetic mm. because it's proper. That's Premier League football. Mm. Um, he's fantastic, Abdullah Decore. The only thing I, what I'm going to say is, we've only seen obviously one season of him and a few games, um, and that one season of him, I don't think we used him right. Mm. Uh, we used him in more def- a defensive role. I think Watford played. At times, when he was at Watford, they played two behind him and, and let him get higher up the pitch. And he's just well, a, we've seen a great, great, great footballer. And Benitez gave him a bit more yeah, yeah, this and season, it's, and, and he's been one of he our scored, best players. He's scored three goals three already. Three goals and had two assists already. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, proper, proper he's out of the minute. He's a huge, a huge yeah. miss when he's not in our team. And it shows. The Premier League's always been... The best players have always been the biggest... Fastest, most yeah. energetic. He's not the fastest, but he's most energetic. Quick. Um, I think he's slow. because he's like he's big and full of mm-hmm. energy in here, which makes him a quick player. Mm. And I don't think, I don't think the is like technically the best footballer. No. He's not got the best touch. He's not the best passer of the mm-hmm. ball. But his 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 physicality and his energy just it it makes all that stuff like go out the window. Mm. It makes him it makes him just. I think such he a good can player. do a bit of everything. I yeah, don't think yeah. he's like he's not at your right. Great, he's not, great he's not a dribbler. Hmm. He's not, you know, this first touch. He's not incredible. Not a, not a, not a great passer. You know, the ball. not a brilliant passer of the ball, but he does a little bit of everything. Mm. He, the amount of interceptions he gets, the amount of balls he just nicks off people and we're away. You mm. see, at Manchester United, the energy to break from our pen, from our corner 
to get up to the edge of their box and lay mm. the ball into Andros Townsend that equalised. Just fantastic, you know, his goal against Southampton on day yeah. one, you know, was an absolute screamer. Always impressed me for Watford as well. So. Oh, listen, Everton wanted them for, the, for a couple of years yeah. before they got him. And he, you're right, for against for Watford, you'd look at him and go, everywhere, wish we had him, and, and we do have him. And, you know, imagine, like I've just said, if you'd had him and the fella you'd just been talking about before, yeah. and in that midfield with Alan, you'd have some midfield there for Everton. But the core has been, has been brilliant, and... You're right, we've only, you know, last season, even though I still thought he was brilliant last season, he wasn't in his natural position. Mm. This year, Benitez has realised that he actually is a box-to-box midfielder. Mm. Let him just go, because he'll do he'll do the work. And He's he a does, massive threat. He does the work of two men, which mm. is why Everton have struggled with... Mm. You know, we played two at the start of the season in midfield, him and Alan, and it was fine. Mm. We tried to play two when the Corey's not there, and you know, the alarm bell go off, so... It shows how much as well, like, we've slowed down massively on the counter, yeah. and that's because he's been out the side. Mm. That The counter against Burnley, for example, when Damari yeah. Gray scored, that ball was incredible. Yeah. And, he and he's, that he's away. 29 now, isn't he? 28. 28, 29, around that age, 28. 28. So he was, I think if he was, um, if he was a bit better on the ball, if he was technically a better player, mm. he'd be, he'd be at, you know, he'd be at the very top, because mm. he's, Physically, just a great, great player and a good footballer. But I, like I said, if he was technically, if he had a world-class pass on him or um, a better, much better touch, or he was a bit better on the ball, it'd be a, a much better squad by him. Oh, he's a he's a brilliant player and brilliant you player. know, hopefully, he'll be at Everton for four or five years because he's that kind of fit midfielder who can do a lot of stuff and get around the pitch. But brilliant, been a brilliant signing for Everton, definitely. And then two in midfield will complement each other. They'd be very busy. Um, yeah, I think they'd be a good pair. Mm-hmm. Who is uh, who's your who's your first attacker then? Your first forward. So this one is a player that's more and it's a nostalgic pick. I wasn't really old enough to appreciate how good they were at football <coughs> because he left when I was like I wasn't even ten years old when he left. I don't think. Okay. I was like ten, eleven or something. Yeah, yeah. And that is um, Yakubu. Oh. Feed the yak. Yeah, the I used to do that yak. when I scored at, at um, training, oh, and then people used God. to go, "Nicholas and Elka." No. The no, yak. The yak, yeah. Big Yakubu. Yeah. Um, just a just a very nostalgic player. It was obviously my childhood was um, watching the David Moyes team, being sat at Goodison with me hot dog and watching plays like <laughs> Pina, Yakubu, Kale, Joseph Yobo, my favourite players. Um, and Yakubu was just a proper proper goal scorer. Yeah. Brilliant player. And even even when he wasn't in the game or having a very good game, you'd give him a chance. He'd always find the back of the net, always in the right position. And I couldn't believe, I was gutted when he left. I remember, I remember watching him for Blackburn. I think, mm. um, I think they were in um, black and red at the time. And I was thinking, he was still brilliant. For my eyes, anyway. I was Got 18 glad. goals for him after mm, he left yeah. Everton. I, I don't know why. He had, he had an injury, didn't he? And I think David he got. He, he came from, I wanted him when he was at Portsmouth, to be honest. Mm. Seeing him, he, he went from Maccabi Haifa. To Portsmouth mm. and was brilliant at Portsmouth. Was dead strong. Remember him at Goodison, thinking, "Oh my God, I'd love him." She got a cracking goal at mm. the street end. Was turned and ran through, and smashed into the roof of the net. Mm. And then Middlesbrough bought him, and it was like, "Oh my God, you know, we could have had him there." And he was good for Borough. Mm. And then David Moyes obviously was very impressed with him, and went and bought him from Middlesbrough for eleven million quid. And mm-hmm. Which was quite a, which was a, it was good, a lot of it was a lot of money, and for us it was a lot of money. And he come in and 
his debut at Bolton away. I was there, just got back from Florida, went to Bolton. Him and Andy Johnson were up front mm. and he scored after about 10 minutes. Johnson went through and squared it and he knocked it in. And he was just brilliant. You just give him, like you said, you give him the chance. He was so calm in front of goal. Remember his goal mm. at Stoke where he just rolled it from one foot onto the other and just passed it into the net from the edge mm. of the box. And one at Derby where he got slid in. You, you just thought if you give him a chance, he'll score. I remember the um, 3 0 against Fulham. And he scored a hat trick. Feed the yak and he will score. And I was absolutely. Feed the yak. Feed the yak. Feed the yak and he will score. Sing it right. Feed the yak and. Yeah, and it was. Feed should, the yak, yak and, and he will he score. Will I'm going to sit here and sing the whole song. But he was but, brilliant. Oh, yeah. my, that was my challenge. Well, his third goal in that, he goes to shoot with his right foot mm. and dummies the lad and then just passes it in with his left foot. I was sat just in brilliant. the main stand. Or the top balcony, and I was eight years old, freezing with a hot dog, and I was just. Well, it was December time, wasn't it? it yeah. was, he scored. I think he scored the header off a flick on mm. on the corner. He was. I loved them. Listen, again, the strikers. Mm. I loved them. Portsmouth goal at home, where he gets played over the top, and he just sends. I think it's Sol Campbell. He just cuts past them mm. and smashes it in to the roof of the net to make it three-one. Same game, Kyle done the all things. It was just. He was brilliant, and. You know, that first season he got 20-odd goals, you know, 21 mm. or 22 goals, superb, superb season. And we come back the next season and you're hoping that he's going to be just as good, you know. I remember he, he lost the first game of the next season to Blackburn at home, 3-2. Mm. Jose Baxter made his debut, actually. And then he scored at West Brom a week later. But his, his first, the first few months of that next season, he, was, he just, for whatever reason, he wasn't, Everton weren't playing well and he wasn't scoring mm. enough goals. Um, and then he got the injury at Tottenham. Jumped for the header and mm. landed and snapped his Achilles and that was undone. Where do we finish that season now? Well, that season we finished fifth. The year we got, it was the year we got to the cup final. So we'd done the injury in 2008, yeah. November, away at Spurs, I think. I think we won 1-0, I think Stephen Pienaar mm. scored. We beat them 1-0 with a deflection, but he, he got stretched off and he was out for the season. And That year we lost him. We lost our tetter. Lost Jaggy. We lost Yacoub. We lost Anitibi and then we lost Jags and we got to the cup final and finished fifth. Mm. You think, and imagine we'd have had all of those players fifth for the season. Mm. You know, we had Yacoub with Louis Sahara. Louis Sahara was there, wasn't he? he? Was, and he was like the... He had a good season though, Sahara. He scored a brace oh, against he West Ham, didn't he? West Ham, He uh, was good. Hudson. Don't get me wrong, Sahara was good. But if you would have had Yacoub... Don't forget, pre-injury, Yacoub was incredible. Mm. And we ended up losing those players. You know, Sahara scores after 25 seconds in the FA Cup final. But imagine having Yacoub there as well and mm. Jack Yelka and Arteta. We had a few games a where we had Sahara and, and, and Anichabi up front as well, didn't we? So you would have had the goals, but Yak, I remember he'd done a lot of rehab and he came back at a, he came back at Hull in a, a League Cup tie after he'd been out for a, over a year and he scored and he ran to Mick Rathbone, who'd obviously done the work with him to get yeah. him back. He played in the derby when we beat Liverpool, last time we mm. beat Liverpool he played. And he, uh, the one where he runs and he just smashes Raul Morelles onto the floor. 2-0. Two, 2-0. Two and it, yeah, was the, yeah. it was one of the most comfortable derby matches I've ever witnessed. Mm. By ever, it was a, We won it at an absolute canter. Mm. And the best thing was the next day, Roy Hodgson said, that's as good as we've played all season, talking about mm. Liverpool. And we'd absolutely... It, I walked out to Goodison that day disappointed that we didn't stick five on them because they yeah. were that bad. Jermaine Beckford, come on. 
done a little croif mm-hmm. and instead of smashing it in, tried to dink it over Rain and it went, it landed on the top of the net. It was that easy. They had an awful team then. They won the league, they won the league cup that team though, that Liverpool team we played. The year later they did 2012. Yeah. But, and then that what happened team. was Moyes, for some reason, we beat Stoke, his last goal he scored for Everton, we beat mm. Stoke at home, scored at the park end, the cube, got it, cut in, smashed it into the roof of the net with his left foot. So we've been brilliant against Liverpool. We played Stoke at home the next week, he scored the winner. Mm. And we had Blackpool away the next game. And he dropped them and put Sahara. And I don't, mm. I couldn't understand why. And I think we ended up drawing the game at Blackpool 2-2. We should have, we battered them. I think it ended 2-2. Or 1-1. And he dropped Yak and he went for Sahar. And then Yakubu couldn't get back in the side. He was coming on as sub. And we got to January. And he said to Moyes, like, I want to play. And Moyes said, well, I'm, I prefer Sahar. So he went, mm-hmm. he went to Black. I couldn't believe how we just let him walk out the door. And when I inter- we had the pleasure of sitting with the Yak a few years ago, just done a quick interview with Evertonian, him. Evertonian, so he was like, couldn't believe he like I just wanted to play. He said I just wanted to play for Everton. He, he said the manager made his decision fair enough. He said, but I didn't want to sit on the bench. Mm-hmm. He went off to Blackpool, at Blackburn, and scored eighteen goals. I think he got stupid amount for the end of the season, and then they signed him in the summer, and he got eighteen the next season. Who was manager of Blackburn then? I don't know whether it was Allardyce. Might have been Sam. Mm-hmm. Him, but he was he was brilliant. Yakuba. I absolutely, I still love loved him. He was a great footballer. Yeah. Great footballer, yeah. great goal scorer. There was a lot of... He was 36 of... the other week, but I ain't having that. 36? Not having that. No, he wasn't, he's not 36 now. Really? Keep talking. No, he must be about 38, 39, 40 or something at least. 36? So he was like mid-20s when he left? Yeah. Oh. He always looked about 40. He's 38. No. 38, yeah. That's still scandalous. Yeah. He always looked about 40, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> like Diego Costa, he looked, looked about 40. That's all he said, mm. Unbelievable. No, lovely, lovely guy. There's a lot of forwards that I'm like nostalgic about. That I used to love Andy Johnson, um, love Louis Aha. I loved Jermaine, Jermaine Beckford for the short time he was here. I remember the goal against Chelsea. Uh, he was another one. Just We will get on to your other one now. Beckford, what did you make of him? Just very briefly. Because I thought we got him free from Leeds. He come in, scored 10 goals, mm. scored against Liverpool, scored twice against Chelsea. The Chelsea goal was, was brilliant, the, the, and then, the counter one. I don't, and know, we, I, still, I don't even know why he left. Well, he left because I think Moyes didn't think he worked hard enough. Yeah, which is fair enough. And we got, I think we got £3 million for mm. him, so we made we made money on him. But I had a kept He used to bounce around different clubs, didn't he? And he'd... I remember hearing of him like a couple of years later and he was like in a championship or something. I was like, what's happened to him? He was great, him. But yeah, Jermaine Beckford, good player. But Yakub, who's like the most nostalgic one for me, brilliant player um, and a great professional. Yeah, great goal scorer. Who's your other one? Who's um, Lukaku. Yeah. Best striker I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a fair comment. And when, when he was playing for Everton, I didn't, I didn't moan about him. It could be frustrating at times, by the way, but it just shows how ungrateful I was, I suppose. But I used to moan all the time. He's too isolated. Mm. Yeah. Play too up front we or get, get Barter closer or put Morales off him or something. He's too isolated, but and you look back and he still scored so many goals. But then the problem with him, he scored 20 goals a season, we finished 11th, because he'd scored two or three, and we could see three or four. Um, 
I remember, did he score a brace or a hat trick against Stoke? I was going to say the Stoke game. He got two. He got two, and we lost four two, didn't we? Or four three, three. two, four three. We were winning three two. We yeah. were winning three two with and he's, with five minutes to go. I remember it? the look on his face was just like, I'm I'm fed up with this. Yeah, I looked at him and when he still it, stayed for. I think when it went three three. I think when it went three three, he looked. He was stood on the halfway line with his hands on his hips, as if he was like that, as if to say like. Mm-hmm. I'm scoring all the goals and you're asking about with it. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes later, John Stones decided to throw a stupid tackle in an injury time mm-hmm. and we give a penalty away and they won 4 3. But no, Lukaku was Lukaku was a absolutely unbelievable. Fantastic. Sco- scored a lot of goals out of even when he was isolated. He still the Chelsea at home where Chelsea were in white in twenty sixteen. Mm. And he was on the left wing and to just surge into the box and, and finished it. Goal, ag- goal against Southampton. He was a big lad and he was fast, but he was also technically really good footballer. I think that's why, um, and obviously a good, great finisher, and that's why he's played for the top clubs and why he won the league in Italy. I remember I remember against Palace at home, we drew 1-1. It was Koeman's first season and they were in yellow on his free kicks at like 30 yards out and he sets up and I, I was like, what? <laughs> And he just, just curled in, I was just like... Um, but yeah, I used to get frustrated Damn, with him at times. Yeah. Near the end. I don't think we played very well. Ben Techie, they, they always seem to perform for, for a good few years. They'd come to Goodison and get... I think they beat us twice, 3-2, didn't they? Balassi and Zahara, two Yeah, yeah, and, and then the 1-1. One, we one. had Balassi that night, almost. Mm. But no, I used to get frustrated with him at times, but... With Rom, yeah, my, my issue with Romelu Lukaku was, at times he... What, he he was lazy at times. Yeah. But we did. We just left him on his own. Mm. But my issue was more his bitching when he'd go away on international TT and he was always talking about Champions League and stuff. And, mm. and I'm not listening. I know, I know the game's changed. And some people don't have a problem with that. And to be honest, it's, it's, I guess it's whichever way you look at it. You can look at it and go, that's ambition or whatever. But I wanted them to be saying... I want Everton to get in the Champions League, and I, you know what I mean. Mm. And I never felt it might just be him, but I never ever felt like he loved Everton. Now he might tell me mm. different, do you know what I mean? But I always felt like we were just a stepping stone. Yeah, and even that, if even lo- if you are, he, yeah, look at Richarlison. Like mm. we might be a stepping stone for Richarlison. We might be the biggest club Richarlison ever played, so we don't mm. know. But at least the interaction, he loves mm. it and he gives it all that. And no, he, he, he moves on, he moves on. And I just wish Ron would have been a little bit more like that because yeah. I think more people would have touched him. But in terms of a goal scorer and as a footballer, he was absolutely brilliant. I don't normally like seeing players leave and do well. Mm. And I hate, and I wasn't happy when he left. And I hate that he went to United because I hate United. But I was like, when I was seeing him getting slated and he was really poor, it was. It was nice to see United be crap, but it was heartbreaking to see him not do well or to see Rashford getting played over him. And, oh, it wasn't and heartbreaking it was, it was, for me. I loved it. No, I, I loved him, though. And I remember when he celebrated. Celebrated against gone, us. Celebrated against us. And I was no. just like, oh, that was a kick in the teeth and the nuts all in one. Um, but then went to Italy and I was so, so happy. When he, oh, it was brilliant. He, went, he lost, a bit, lost a bit of the timber, yeah. started smashing it, and I was like, yes, he's doing it. And he's doing it in another league. So yeah, that's the best was, thing. 
And well, I think to even be honest, if he smashes in for Chelsea, I think he'll asked. be brilliant for Chelsea. Yeah. I think once he kind of clicks, it's not really happened yet. I think once he fully, injured, he? So. once he fully clicks, I think he'll be brilliant for them. Did he score one against Arsenal or two? Because if he one. scored, scored, the first scored one, one. one, we should have had another one then because he had a basically. He had one, open, didn't not, he have one disallowed? Yeah, and he had one disallowed. Yeah, and, field, and he, had, he, he had one. He had one under the bar against Arsenal, and he just went. Think and it hit the crossbar. <laughs> scores goals though. Yeah, He's brilliant, goal brilliant, brilliant. But no, brilliant that, that's a good team. So your team: Coleman and Baines as your defenders, mm-hmm. uh, Garner and Decore as your midfielders, and Yakubu Lukaku up front. Yeah, that's that's my not team. a bad side. Not a bad side. A mod, a sort of modern side. But I'm 21 years of age. So I'm not gonna come, come and say oh, Paul mm. Paul ride out and. No, and listen. You could have. You could have said mm-hmm. Duncan Ferguson. You could have said this, but. Mm-hmm. Now uh, that's few, a very good side, and God, you'd love to have them in your squad now. We've got so, one of them, but there's only one. There's only two, two of them are retired. Mm. One of them's only just retired, so mm. that, that's that's still be a good five aside uh, team now or six aside team. Sorry, no, it's a good side though. Mm. So we've done your Everton side, your ultimate Everton side. So now mm. you're gonna give me your. Best six Premier League players that you've seen. And they haven't, mm. doesn't necessarily mean they were amazing against Everton, but just who you've seen and witnessed over that time. Um, so, who, yeah, well, the same what we did with Everton, the same with this team. If you had to pick a goalkeeper to go in this goalkeeper. side, who would be the best goalie you'd say that you've seen in your, like, playing in the Premier League? See, the first one that jumps to mind is David De Gea. Okay. But only for, like... Um, for a few years, he was yeah. so good. Yeah. Remember the game in 2015, 2016 against Arsenal? But they should have scored about That's 17 goals. That's the one where goals. they had a, a shot and he pushed it onto He's, the post. He made that, two, he made, and, and then, then got up and made another up, save, yeah. yeah. Um, he was obviously, he just seems, I don't know what's happened to him lately, but so good. Um, yeah, it would have to be David De Gea. No one else really springs to mind. Petr Cech was really, really good. And when he went to Arsenal... Um, Won them about ten points, and they were. I thought they'd be. When I when they got him, I thought oh, they could win something here. Mm. And I'll, I'll talk about them a bit later on because I've got someone in the team. So the, you'd say the hair. David the hair, yeah. I'm not going to say Shane what's happened to him because I hate United, but for him personally, I don't know him personally, <laughs> but I, I I hope he does get back to himself. Okay. But I'm Madrid or something if he moves on ever. All right, I thought you said. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Who do you think I was going to Begovic. say? Begovic. Um, no, let's. Mm. Uh, I, I didn't know whether you'd say like Edison or Allison or someone. I was thinking Edison, but. David, no, David Day is not a bad show because he has been an excellent goalkeeper. Never always had the best defenders in front of him as well. No, think, no, so. no. And he's, yeah, it has coincided for him with United being mm. not as strong as he used to be, um, obviously. Yeah. Okay, your first defender? John Terry. John Terry, yeah, okay. Don't know him personally. No. And I don't, don't don't like him as a person. Oh, but you don't know him personally, so you can't I, say you don't like d- him personally. Um, what you've heard about him? Yeah, what I've heard about it, him. But that's not what we're here and for. What I've, what I've, what we're I've, here to talk about his football. But his football and ability, mm. brilliant. Um, Leader of men. Won won a league when he was like, in his, he got took out of a team. Um, wasn't playing, and Jose Mourinho come back, put him back in the team, and they won the league mm. <laughs> because he was so good. Mm. He was, a, he was um, a brilliant defender. And so consistent. Um, very good leader. Um, always boss against Everton. 
So yeah, John John Terry. John Terry was a uh, like a top draw defender. He was like you know, mm. thou shall not pass and all that yeah. thing. Throw his body proper in the way clear lines. You know, tank. just no nonsense, but always rallying around. Yeah, you're right. You know, at times questionable personality, mm. but as a defender, and it's the this is that difficult when you're doing these things anyway because the amount of plays you leave out, of course you do, but yeah. Terry, for like winning trophies and stuff with Chelsea, was absolutely... And brilliant. and when I when I watch Everton, if we're getting battered, I don't go, oh, he's so good for them, or they're just really good. I just go, we're bloody crap. Yeah. Um, but then there's there's plays where you just you can't help but just, just appreciate. Yeah, and obviously. some of these are the ones that I really appreciate, especially playing... Obviously, you're always going to pick plays for big teams mm. because... I don't watch a lot of like, Villa games or anything, like I said before, but obviously I've watched a lot of Chelsea games and John Terry's a very, very, very good player. He was good. So if you got alongside him, then... I've got Vincent Company. Oh, shout. I don't think he's talked about enough. As I know when people say, oh, the Van Dyke um, argument, we say, oh, Vidic is better, or John Terry. Mm. And Company was Com- company was great. Yeah, absolutely. And for a good few years, and he was a great captain. If you watch the Amazon... Man City documentary, a great leader, great mm. personality. Don't know him personally, but, but great personality. Yeah. Um, proper, another proper tank, clear lines. But he was also um, obviously part of a mo- part of the modern game. Really good on the ball as well. Mm. He played midfield as well for City. Yeah, before, yeah. You know, so he was, uh, and one of the one of the few that were there before. Yeah, Superman yeah. Saw takeover. So. And I, I love his goal celebration as well. I remember when he, um, I think it was. The he scored a header towards the end of the season. It might have been against United when it was either one of them was going to win the league. Might have been twenty. Might have been the first time they won it, and he was just screaming. And then the goal against Leicester was it one one or two one one nil. It was nil nil at the to, time. Just to, to, to stop them to win the league yeah. as well. Twenty five. Um, yeah, it won it won in the league that 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 goal. And it was last season. I was watching it, and he was. It seemed like he was miles out. I was thinking. And he just went, smash it, and they're the ones that normally just go, and it just went, (laughs) and then there's obviously like, then he played in the cup, finally beat Watford 6-0, and he was brilliant in Mm -hmm. that, that was his last game. I watched his um, testimonial as well Mm. on Sky, because there was a few players, Tim Cahill was playing, Arteta Mm. was playing, Um, unfortunately he wasn't playing, I I remember Bit gutted, he's not playing. Yeah, because he was injured. Mm. You know, because he was player manager at the time. At, um, Andalette was in he. Yeah. Is he just manager now, he's or is he? Or yeah. he's yeah, he's there. I think or he's coach. just manager. Yeah. yeah so the big, the big thing with Vincent Company was he got injuries, didn't he? And he had a couple of years where he just couldn't get it near the end of his career. Yeah. You know, he'd come a couple of games. He'd come back and last about twenty minutes and go off. And was out for three months again, and he was devastated. It was horrible to see because for a few years, he was just unbelievable, like you say. Brilliantly built. Good sportsman as well. Good lad, good on the ball. I think he's very intelligent. I think he'll, if he doesn't stick with management, I can see him being a director of football mm. and running clubs because he's got that persona about him, very calm, softly spoken. But knows he, very knows what he's doing. He wasn't like nasty as well. He he was like he was a nasty footballer, but he wasn't like a nasty person. No, he's he, he'd, he'd have a good battle with someone. You've got to, and after the battle, he'd be like to to succeed at that level. You've got to have that in you. And he had mm. that. He had the winning mentality. Yeah. Don't win what he did with City if you haven't got that mm. winning mentality. And great captain, just brilliant. Absolutely he's like the brilliant. 
he's the most recent player. Right? When if you say best Premier League captains, he's the most recent player I can think of as the best captain. Mm. I don't think there's been since him. I don't think there's been many like there's been captains, mm. but they're not like when you think of like you know your Roy Keynes. Mm. Um, John Terry's, John Terry's, like Vincent Cumbria is the most recent, mm. you know, proper proper leader. Interesting. I know. Interesting. Okay, into midfield. Who's your first midfielder? Um, there's quite a few City players in this team. Um, Why wouldn't you be? They've been the best team for a while. David Silva, footballer, um, footballer. unbelievable footballer. Still playing? Yeah, for um, Sociedad. Yeah, Sociedad. Sociedad. No, uh, not Sociedad. Oh no, Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo. No, no, it's Celta no. Vigo. Who is it? We'll get it's there. It's Sevilla, isn't it? No. Oh, it might be Sociedad. I think it's Real Sociedad. Yeah, it might be Sociedad. I think you're right. Um, unbelievable player. He's f- like five foot seven or something, mm. and he's not rapid. Never really like. He used to play on the wing a lot. Plays for, for Real Sociedad. Sociedad, like said, yeah. yeah. Um, I was correct. Thanks. Yeah. Thirty-five. Absolutely fantastic. Um, like I said, he played on the left a lot. Um, he was always in a massive amount of space. Mm. He was five foot seven. Mm. He wasn't strong and he wasn't rapid. He was, I think he was, he was strong because you can't, you've got to, because he wasn't quick. He had quickness of thought. Yeah. He wasn't a sprinter. What he, I was going to say, he, he, w- he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't a big lad. He wasn't fast. No, 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 but he was. Um, yeah. And he wasn't, um, but what he was, was unbelievably technically brilliant on mm. the ball. Yeah. One of the best I've seen. Yeah. Wiggle his way through little spaces, find himself a massive amount of space. Passing was brilliant, free kicks were brilliant. And for those years, it was he was linking up with Aguero. Unbelievable player, scored some great goals. And, and most importantly for me, a brilliant professional. Never wanted to leave, never spoke about leaving, never had him any trouble off the pitch. Like a lot of City players. You know, City, when they first won that first league, you'd think, oh, these players are going to go to... Barcelona or Real Madrid, I'm not going to say City, but they stayed for years and mm. then they, they loved the club. And none of those players would have like hated City when they were growing up or when they were no. even when they were playing. So to go and spend their career at City when they could have easily gone to a Barcelona or Real Madrid, very just so professional. But that's and because brilliant. of what they found there though as well. Mm. They found that they built something great. They went there, built something together because of people like Company and obviously because of Pep Guardiola and. Soriano and all of those mm. people, Trixie, Be- you know, Dagestan and all of those people who were there, he built that thing together and, and he was, David Silva was just unbelievable mm. football, left foot, one way, the other, goals, mm. assists, worked hard, absolutely fantastic. Always football. boss against Everton as well. Right. I, even thought, I even thought about putting Zabaleta in over John Terry just because it's a, a City team, but no, it's got to be John Terry, hasn't it? Um, yeah. So okay, who's your next one with David Silva? Yaya Torre. Yaya. When I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I said I like midfielders are big, energetic, get around the pitch, good going forward, good defensively. Mm. When I said Decore, if Decore was a bit technically better than the football, mm. he could be like at the top club like, like Yaya. Yaya Torre because Yaya Torre, like Decore, he's big, energetic, fast, loads of stamina, great defensively, great going forward. But Yaya had. The passing and the shooting. He Shoot. scored some great goals out of the box. He was the most underrated midfielder I I know in the Premier League era, and people still rate him. I remember that 2014 season 
I don't he's got he scored a lot of goals and he got a lot of assists and mm. it's not talked about enough because he was so good. He just picked the ball up. He'd win it because he was great defensively and he just surged forward um, and he just smashed it from, when they, from outside the box. And it when was Liverpool the, the slip, then Babar mm. and all that, he was the reason City won. Yeah, he, he was the best he player. He got them going and got big yeah. goals for them. And great, great I think player. even the last game of the season when I think they beat West Ham 3, I think it was that. I think they beat West Ham 3, 1 or 3 nil or something on the last day. He, I think he scored the first mm. goal. He, he was fantastic, Torek. Like, he, he played for Barcelona, didn't mm, he? At Barcelona. And you never heard, City, ne yeah. never really, like, heard of him from um, his Barcelona time. Really? I was, I was a, you were young, even. Yeah, I, I watched young. him for Barcelona and he was incredible. I always, it was always for me. It was, it was like, a shock that City got him. Yeah. When they got him. Because he, he was amazing for Barcelona mm. and people were like, I'm going to go to City. His brother was good at the time as well, got wasn't him. he? Big Colo. So. Yeah. So yeah, so he was a he was a, a special footballer. Yeah, yeah. My favourite type of footballer. Got a statue there, hasn't he? Yeah, mm. and there's silver as well, mm. isn't he? Which so, looks nothing like silver. Absolutely fantastic. So what a player! Goals, yeah, everything, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So mm. hell of a player. Okay, striker, first striker. Um, my first striker is Alexis Sanchez, and here's the thing, right? I'm a I'm Sanchez, a, you say? I'm a young lad. <laughs> You are. Um, I miss a lot of Premier League greats, or not wasn't old enough to appreciate mm. them. Obviously, I watch plays like Van Persie and Drogba, but Alexis Sanchez, I used to watch him. Think uh, he Wayne Rooney. Um, I thought I was go I was going to say Wayne Rooney, but because he played for Everton, I thought I'm, I'm going to completely. Well, he's on Manchester United. Yeah, maybe I should have said Wayne Rooney, but I wanted to say Sanchez. No, go on. No, go on. If you've got Sanchez, you've got and I was Sanchez. just thinking when Arsenal Harry signed. Kane. Mm, yeah, maybe. Mm. No. When okay, I when I've watched Harry Kane, has been crap against us. Um, so and he was crap <laughs> but, on Sunday. But brilliant normally. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah. I don't, I don't like him though. Go on. Okay, fine. When when they signed Petr Cech and mm. Alexis Sanchez was, let's not forget, he was really really good. He was a brilliant footballer. He was, and he was great for Arsenal. Mm. I just think he was technically a great player. Um, mm. Fast. He was great on the wing. Great up front. Um, he was like a, he was small, but he was like little. He was like a little dog, wasn't Built he? Like a, Built yeah. like a, like a, like a big Rottweiler. Um, so, and I thought they were going to win the league. I think it was the league Leicester won it, mm. and they signed Petr Cech and thought, right, he'll win him ten points a season. And with Alexis, Alexis Sanchez, I thought at the time, along with like Hazard, is one of the best things in the in the league going forward. I thought they've got to win the league, mm. and then. He went to United, and like I said before, um, I hate United. But even to, even to see him as a footballer just be great, I was like, oh, that's that's such a shame, because um, he was he's such a good footballer, and I felt felt sorry for him. I never liked him when he played against Everton, but when I look back, I think it's a shame that he didn't go and win the league or something. Well, he was going he was, to City, wasn't he? Yeah, and then he and went United to just had them off. He went to, I think he went to, to Inter, Inter Milan, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just a shame that he wasn't the same because he was so good. I'm better than Mkhitaryan, which is who went to mm. Arsenal. Um, but yeah, great. One of the best players I've watched um, for certainly that Arsenal team. I thought he was going to win them the league along with Petr Cech for that extra 10 I remember they beat Liverpool in a game when Liverpool were really good and you think they beat them 3-1 at the Emirates and he scored two absolute mm. belters. And he was brilliant. He was brilliant. He was brilliant at Udinese. He was brilliant for Barcelona, and he was brilliant for Arsenal. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Liverpool, of course, Liverpool nearly signed him, didn't he? Liverpool yeah. wanted him and he wanted to go to London, so he, he went to Arsenal mm-hmm. and was great there. And then he moved, made the wrong choice or whatever, left Arsenal, went to United, and United did that thing that they do with people. They sign them and they don't know what to do with them. They signed mm-hmm. them and it took him a while to score and he didn't use them right and he was in and out. And before you know it, he picked up an injury and yeah. all of a sudden the pressure was on him. And they weren't using mm. them correctly. And I thought he should have gone to City. We well, should have gone to City, but United came in with a bigger bid and blew City mm. out the water and paid more money. And Man City weren't prepared to give him because he was thirty, I think, at the time. Mm. weren't prepared to give him what United were prepared to give him. There's a lot of more obvious choices I could have gone for. Of course, there is. No, this, I just wanted to have your a, team. Yeah, I just. I personally, if you liked them and thought he was the best. When I think you, of you, best players I've I've seen, I just think he was. I just like him. Well, there's no, so there's no further. Obviously, he wasn't good for like a long. There's no further time. words needed. Mm. Alexis Sanchez is one of your strikers. So complete mm. your team. Who's the other striker? Sergio Aguero. Okay. Best striker of my era. Mm. Bang on. Yeah. Um, I think the, the only goal scorers above him were Andy Cole, uh, Wayne Rooney, and Alan Shearer. Yeah. Obviously, Wayne Rooney watched Alan Shearer too young, Andy Cole too young. So next Both one, Aguero and Aguero was. I think he's ended up. I think he's six behind them in the end. Mm. For getting in the top three of all time, yeah. fantastic. And again, he's had injuries the last year at City. Mm-hmm. If he wouldn't have had the injuries, God, he was only about, he was only seven goals behind whoever was above him. I think Andy Cole was the one above seven him. Seven in the end. He scored he, at the I end. Think he was about. Oh yeah, because he scored two against us, didn't he? I think he was, so he was probably he five. ended up six, five or six five, off it. Yeah. But if he'd have had the season that last season where he wouldn't have been injured, mm-hmm. he'd have uh, he'd have ended up with probably being in that top three of all time. And scored the most iconic goal yeah. ever in the Premier League era ever. Aguero. Exactly. Well, it's the to take the title off your rivals in mm-hmm. injury time, having been two one down in the ninetieth minute. So then win a 3-2, um, probably won't ever see Unbelievable that. finisher, proper fox in the box. Strong, small but strong mm. and not the fastest, but you know, quick. Mm. Link up with David Silva was brilliant and a very, very good professional. And after watching that documentary, a nice guy. Don't know him personally, but he <laughs> seems a nice guy. You know, when you're related to Diego Maradona and, yeah, and yeah. Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi uh, then. He's not related to Maradona, is he? He's, he's he got, he go his, out with his daughter. He's his father-in-law, wasn't he? Yeah. And Messi was his cousin, isn't he, or something? Or, or no, it, it, he, he met Messi oh. when, it, when he was like... They were both in the Argentina youth squad, and Messi was like this amazing like um, prospect, mm. but he was only really, really young. No, no, he's just God, he's the godfather of his kids. Yeah. Sorry, and then I'll the tell you how they met, though. They were, sat, they were sat in a canteen for the Argentina youth team. They were like 15 or something. Um, Messi was like this, oh, he's going to be amazing when he's a professional. Mm. And they were sat on this table, got like talking, and, he, and then someone said to him, Lionel, and he, and he was like, Lionel Messi, are you that kid? And he was like, yeah, I'm that kid who's meant to be amazing, and then that's how they hit off. That's Sergio Aguero that told that story on some TV channel or something, so I think it's correct, unless he looked eyed completely. Why would he? I don't know. But Give us yeah, a, a vote, raise yeah. over a vote to the kit man at Man City when he left as well. Mm, did he? Wow. Mm. Yeah, great, great. And the raffle of his stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable footballer. Mm. Had a bit of a nasty streak in him, which is always supposedly a good thing. I remember when he, he stamped on um, David Luiz. 
I think you've you've it's that will to win, isn't it? Top players mm-hmm. have it. Top players have it. But he was a um, like you said, unbelievable goal scorer. Yeah, best striker I've seen. Unbelievable striker. City bought him when he was about twenty three, I think, from Atletico Madrid. Mm. He come in for about thirty million pounds. Scored a hat trick against Swansea. Just unbelievable. Twenty twelve or twenty twenty eleven, sorry. It was a Monday night football, first game of the season, he won four nil. And he got a hat trick. He got a hat trick. And he wasn't even starters. You mean to go they, on? They played him with an injury, or like not up to full not fitness, fit. and he's got a hat trick. And I was like, "What's he going to do when he's fit?" Yeah, I've seen him from Madrid, Atletico Madrid, because mm. they have had some incredible strikers. Falcao. He started as a, as a a number ten, didn't he? Totally. For Madrid, so it's the size of him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He didn't know whether he'd be able to play as it in a one. Yeah, because he's only like five for five or whatever he is, but fantastic footballer. Well, I can beat your team. That's a good side. So, John Terry, Vincent Company, David Silva, Yaya Torre, Alexis Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez. and Sergio Aguero. Mm-hmm. Good side would cause a lot of people problems if that was a six-a-side thing. So, there you go. Who do you, you think go. would win the six-a-side Everton team I picked or the six-a-side the, Premier the, League? The Premier League team, I think. Oh. The Everton side, not bad. I'd give them a go, but I think... Mm. You the goal, goal scorers are in both teams, aren't they? My team's very physical. I just tell them, get, I in, get t- in there and just. Coleman and Baines, I feel like, might struggle against Sanchez and Aguero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But be interesting. There you go. That's Ned's ultimate team, his ultimate Evan team, his ultimate Premier League team. You can play Ultimate Fan. The link is in the description. It's free to play. It's a team of six. Um, there's also subscription packages as well. Two ninety nine a month for the silver, four ninety nine a month for the gold. You can win generally a prize pot of five thousand pound each game. You get a portion of it if you if you get the points. So check that out. Let us know what you think of Ned's teams, and we'll be back next week on Ultimate Team Podcast. See you later.